Coming to you live from the Johnny Packer Eyewear Studios in fabulous Dark Vegas, Mississippi. Please welcome our co-host, the best eye doc this side of the Mississippi, B.W. And now, welcome a true hero, a CF warrior whose favorite motto in life is, just keep living. Here's Johnny. Okay, welcome to a brand new edition of Johnny's World Podcast today. Uh, Johnny here, along with BW. BW. Hey, hey, Johnny. How we doing? Oh, we're doing quite well. We're two and oh, so you know, two and oh. That's uh that's a good good uh good record to have right now at this point. Not everybody can say they're two and oh. So uh did you stay up all night and watch that game? No, I really only made it to about the uh I made it to halftime. And Amazing. so I, I saw it and I'm trying to remember what happened, but I feel like we let them get the ball and they kind of drove down the field a little bit right before the end of the half. And we were up, what, like 15 to 10 or something at halftime. And I said, you know what? Like, if we if we blow this game, I don't want to be up. I don't want to stay up till two in the morning to see it. So I'm going to trust that we uh, we do okay. So I, I ended up going to bed and then just woke up the next morning and checked the score and felt good about it. Yeah, I stayed up to the bitter end. I, I looked when the when the uh, clock went off uh, when the game ended. It was one fifty five a.m. So it was two a.m. when it ended. Wow. <laughs> Pack twelve after dark, man. Uh, we're the only team playing, so uh, all the eyes were on us. So, uh, yeah, you know, we we talked about this game last week on the podcast about how that was a we were nervous that that was a trap game, and, and they came out scoring first. Actually, I was texting you because I couldn't even watch the game because the previous game was on, and I didn't get the channel that the that they moved it on to, so I didn't even get to see the first touchdown by Arizona, which I'm glad I didn't. But uh, yeah, after you said that, I was like, man, here we go, exactly what we're talking about, trap game, but. Uh, but yeah, we ended up pulling it off. So, uh, it was kind of, you know, Hey, at this point of the season, we're, we're just starting the season, but, but at this point, uh, you take a win at any, any way you can get it. So, uh, yes. Yeah. You know, no, nobody's no, no, there's no guaranteed wins in college football. Look at what happened today last weekend with A&M and, you know, uh, so, I mean, and, uh, who else Notre Dame. So, you know, we're, you're, when you get a win, you gotta be thankful and happy for it because it, it's not easy. Um, so yeah, with that being said, we got a huge test this weekend, uh, coming up, you know, uh, we'll know by, uh, Saturday night, late Sunday morning, what this team really is made of, in my opinion, you know, going down to LSU playing at night at Tiger stadium. Uh, so, you know, that's there, even though we, we, on paper, we probably do appear to be a better football team than LSU at this point right now. And I think we're favored by two points. You can't ever count them out at night, especially with all the fans there and everything. And, we don't have much luck there. You know, we've only won it. I think, uh, I think I saw the other day where John Bond, when he was a quarterback for state was the only time that state had won back-to-back trips to LSU. I think that was like 81 and 83. So mm-hmm. it's a long time coming. We did win the last one there, which is still amazing. Uh, that was Mike Leach's first game. Nobody was in the crowd. It was a day game and Costello broke the passing records, which was just unheard of. And uh, so, yeah, that, that if we can capitalize, get a win, we'll be, doing something we hadn't done since the early 80s when, when OJB was our quarterback. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I know. And talking about last week, man, I feel bad. My um, my brother-in-law and father-in-law are both A&M fans and Cowboys fans. 
And wow. so they had about the worst week you could have for football. So um, yeah, feel bad for for Dak. I mean, it sounds like he it wasn't too bad. Maybe he's he's going to come back sooner than later. Kind of sounds like the Drew Brees thing. Yeah, but maybe not quite as bad as that. So yeah, that originally said, saw where it was like six to eight weeks, but then I heard where it could be four to six weeks. So. Uh, so it's going to be a few weeks for sure, but uh, yeah, at least it's not a season-ending injury. Yep. And then, man, I, I mean, Alabama should have lost that game down there in oh, Texas. Man. <laughs> oh, I know. They're, man, they're always so dead gum lucky, man. Like, I just knew – you know, I knew Texas was going to win after the guy kicked the field goal. His last name was Auburn. I was like, come on. Auburn beats Alabama. Here we go. You know, when that happened, yep. I was like, they're going to win. Auburn beats Alabama headline in the paper tomorrow. And it'll be the kicker is always be known for that. Auburn, and lo and behold, they left too much time on the clock. And, and Alabama came down and escapes the win. Did you see Saban get mad uh, yeah. after the game when they were doing I the did. horns down? <laughs> that was great. I so I, yeah. I have a feeling that Alabama football players had a rough week of practice this week. I'm sure oh, Saban man. did not let up. So. I know. That's one thing I always wonder about. It, it seems like we always play them later in the year. And they're just rolling, and yeah, you know we just can't ever beat them. I, I feel like they're they're not as disciplined, or they it takes them a, a few weeks to kind of get it together at the first part of the season. If we could get them that third or fourth game, like like this weekend, um, probably wouldn't want to ride after Texas, but if we could get right. them early, I'd really like to kind of see where how we would have played in some of these seasons, like when we had Dak, and and right. like if we had played them the week we played A and M, and we had Dak that year. You know what would have happened, right? Yeah, it's it's all about. Seems like uh, as teams go on through the season, and the the season's such a grind. At the end of the season, you're all banged up and stuff. But then, it seems like when you're Alabama, you get stronger as the game as the season goes yeah. on. It's just it's just weird how it works like that. But yeah, you're right. It'd be interesting to see if you played Alabama earlier in the season uh, when we had a good team like Dak and stuff. How we would have done, but. Uh, but yeah, it was they escaped and got a win. But I'm glad to see they're they're not ranked number one because they definitely don't look like a number one team playing uh, with the penalties they had and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So I think if, if Georgia had to play them today, Georgia would whoop them. But uh, but the, like I just said, the season goes on. Alabama gets stronger, so Alabama yeah. will probably beat Georgia at the end of the year if they play. But uh, but yeah, it's good to see they're not that Georgia's won and Alabama's not right now. So yeah. I was thinking Bryce Young, you know, looks looked pretty average most of the game, but that on that last play, you know, they they blitzed and he just like ducked the shoulder and took off. Man, he looks he looked hey, good at that point. That's why he's a Heisman Trophy winner right there. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, the guys that win the Heisman, they're a reason they win the Heisman because when the game's on the line, that's when they they shine. And that's he proved it right there that he's well deserving of it. Heck, yeah. he might he, if he keeps it up, he might win it again this year. You know, right. tell him. But uh, that's one guy you don't want to like, give the ball to you when time's when there when there's not much time left on the clock. You know, yep. <laughs> if, if if Texas had just waited a little bit longer and uh, gave him no time, that would have been huge. But they were just they left too much time on the clock. You know, and that's mm-hmm. all what happens. But that's how cool. it goes, I guess. Well, I know that we have a special guest coming up in a little while that you talked to earlier. So we'll get we'll get to that. We'll find out a little bit more about Louisiana. Uh, I had to miss that interview at work, but, um, you know, let's talk a little bit about Baton Rouge and, and some stuff that's, that's, uh, you know, about LSU and Tiger stadium and stuff like that. I've been there one time when we were in high school 
And so I, I haven't really spent a whole lot of time in Baton Rouge. I mean, I've been to New Orleans a whole lot, but I don't really know much about Baton Rouge. Um, but I know you've spent a lot of time down there in Louisiana with, with uh, John Snyder, and uh, you've spent some time in Baton Rouge too. So, so tell us a little bit about what's going on in Baton Rouge. Oh, man, Baton Rouge, red stick. You know, it's a pretty cool place. Um, the first game I went to down there was uh, – I was in high school. We were in high school, I guess. Uh, it would have been the game. Did you did you go in 1998? Yeah, I went with – well, so it wasn't a Mississippi State game. Oh, it was okay. it was when Ole Miss played. I went with uh, with Todd Bressler and his family, David Brown, Todd Bressler. I think King was there. And so we were sitting in the – we were he were they were all Ole Miss fans and we were sitting in the LSU section like at the very top. We sat next to some guy named Paco. That's the only thing I remember about being in there. <laughs> some some guy named Paco, an LSU fan, we sat next to. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I went in 1998. I guess we would have been in the uh, fall of '98. We would have been in the eleventh grade, tenth, eleventh grade maybe, tenth or eleventh grade, and uh, Coach Cheryl asked me to. Uh, to pick a game out that uh, I could travel with the team. And so I picked that game out and, and uh, I came up here and uh, I had to been younger cause I wasn't dry. It had to been before that. Cause I, I don't think I had my license because my mom drove me up here and she stayed at the holiday Inn here at Startable when, uh, when I went, went with them. And uh, so that was my first, first trip traveling with coach Cheryl. I ended up going from then on out every year to a game or two on the road with coach as his guest. And, uh, so that was my first time. I all remember is we stayed at the Hilton, and there was a Hooters in the parking lot at the Hilton. And young Johnny went to the Hooters by himself one day, and, and uh, that was the thing, man. Back in the day, remember everybody would wear Hooters shirts and be like, yep. Hooters had like it was like Hard Rock Cafe is kind of like the thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I remember buying a Hooters shirt from the Baton Rouge Hooters and wearing it to school, and people were like, where'd you get that shirt? I was like, oh, I went to the game and did it. And uh, but that game, I remember the LSU had a running back named uh, Kevin Falk. Uh, his brother Marshall Falk was a big uh, star for the Colts, I believe. And Kevin played with the Patriots, and they it had been it was '98, but uh, because that was the year that we won the West, and uh, we had a really good team. And I remember riding uh, the bus to the Golden Triangle Airport, and uh, and Coach Cheryl kind of put me in with uh with Coach Tompkins, who was the linebacker coach at the time, and still good friends with him today. I see him at the gym working out. And uh, he kind of took me under his wing on that trip. And I remember him sitting down and I sit next to him. I was like, coach, are we going to, how are we going to do? He was like, well, they got this star running back number seven. We've got to, uh, we got to watch out for him. And Kevin Falk is his name. And sure enough, Kevin Falk ran all over us that game. And uh, we ended up losing that, that particular game to LSU, but it ended up being a blessing in disguise because I think it woke up our team. And, uh, and we ended up, like I said, going on a roll and we won the West and we played an SEC championship game that year, which has never been done. Even with Dan Mullen at number one, we never won the West played it in Atlanta. So that 98 team was a special team. And and that game, I think served as a wake up call, but it was cool. I was on the field. I remember getting kind of nervous. I was like, I was like, uh, first of all, um, it was an, it was a night game and and, uh, I'd never been there before. I was, I was just kind of nervous that, making sure I was with the right people to make sure that when the game's over with that I could go. So I saw, I scouted out some people on the sideline that I saw on the plane ride. So I was like, I'm sticking around with them because I know they're, they're going back. So it all worked out. And 
my mom laughs today because we pulled up late that morning, early that morning into the shower complex on campus. And, and Everett, uh, everyone knows who's listening to this, Everett Biggie is the uh, team bus driver. And my mom walked to, to the bus and to, and all these big football players are getting off one by one by one. And, and I wasn't, and I wasn't there. And she looked at Everett and Everett's like, he's back there. He's coming. And I was at the very end. And, and then here I come out of the, the bus. I remember seeing funny about that. I remember seeing Jack Crystal on the bus and, uh, <laughs> and he was smoking a cigarette on the bus. And I was like, can you do that? And he was like, he's Jack Crystal. He can do whatever he wants to do. That dude did not care about anything. He, he, he just did it. But yep. uh, that, was, that was a memorable trip uh, in 98. And then I've gone down there quite a few times uh, for games and such. Um, let's see. I went down back in 2006. Yeah. Croom uh, was our coach. Uh, I just went just to go. And that was a uh, – it was kind of like the Memphis game this year. It was lightning delay. It was a day game, lightning delay. Uh, they had uh, 07, they had the guy, Jamarcus Russell, I believe was his name, LSU quarterback. He was a top pick, and I think he was a bust in the NFL. But, man, mm-hmm. <laughs> they freaking just smoked us uh, that day. Everybody had to go up under the uh, under the stadium when the lightning hit, and it was, it was a delay, and then it came back out. It was just a disastrous game, but <laughs> it was uh, – I went to that one. And then in 08, man, I went down there. Uh, I didn't have anything to do that particular weekend. And, and uh, Nick Saban, and Al, that was Nick Saban's second year at Alabama. His first year he was going to play at Tiger Stadium. And I was like, man, that'd be a cool game to go to. You see Nick Saban's first trip at Tiger Stadium as Alabama's coach. So I asked around, and I was like, no, I don't. I can't go. I can't go. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going. <laughs> I went to stuff up, bought a ticket, and I uh, drove down there. And, um, and I parked, and I remember – uh, getting on the bu- the shuttle from where I parked to the stadium, I sat next to these old Alabama guys. And, man, they were probably like 80s, and, uh, <laughs> in their 80s. <clears throat> and they did not miss a single road game, a home or road game, in I can't ever, ever like 50 years or something. They went to every single game, the diehards. And uh, so that game, man, that was it was awesome environment. Uh, just like it was well worth the ticket price I paid. And, and uh, it was cool to be there for that particular game. That I remember they, Saban comes out, they booed him. If you remember, 07 Saban's first year, Alabama was not good. They were they lost to Louisiana Monroe. That was his first yeah. year. Eight, they were starting to get it rolling, but they weren't there yet. Tebow and uh, Urban were at Florida and won the Natty that year. And they were still the top dogs in the SEC. So, but Alabama was trying to break on through. So that game, man, it was back and forth the whole game. LSU, I think I'm pretty sure LSU probably had the better team that year. And uh, man, it went to overtime. I remember that there was a kick at the end. That, that they made to send it to overtime, I believe. And uh, and John Parker Wilson was a quarterback at Alabama that year. And uh, I remember him uh, scoring a touchdown in overtime in Alabama won. So Saban won his first trip back to Tiger Stadium uh, that year. And then, let's see, and then I didn't go back for a while. And then I went back in 14, man. And there, people who were listening to this podcast was like, oh, I was there 14, 14. You know, <clears throat> Brandon, I talk about, uh, sometimes how that game we went to uh, in Alabama, that basketball game we always talk about against uh, Alabama, where we won the won the SEC. And I've always said, <laughs> said I'm never going back to Coleman Coliseum because it'll never live up to that experience. I've kind of had that same feeling with uh, Tiger Stadium um, because that game was uh, was 14. The year we went to number one with Dak and uh, uh, a friend. I wasn't going to go. A friend of mine has some extra tickets, so we, me and one of my friends drove down there. And our our seats were in the state section, but we we're in the upper deck. 
and all this weird stuff started happening before the game. This old woman like passed out. Uh, I was like, uh, it was really hot. <laughs> it was probably like five o'clock or so. <clears throat> and I look up and she's like having a heat stroke and they had to bring the stretcher up. And then we're like three rows. Wow. Stadium. It was way the heck up there. So that happened. And then the drink guy, the guy passing out drinks and stuff, he, he was, he started caught, coming up and then he had a panic attack because we were way, we were so high up there. He was like, I can't move. I can't go anymore. It was insane, man. All this stuff happening. And then, and then, and then, man, I saw Chris King there, a good friend. Uh, he was sitting near us and he had a corn dog in his mouth the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, man, we, it was such a shock, man. I, 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 I thought we might have played, played them good, but I didn't expect a win. And we just came out there and Dak just dominated, man. I mean, there, I got a picture on my wall of just from, uh, right there, actually. You can see it. Um, if you could see this, you'll be able to see, uh, Dak and, uh, that's when he, you know, stiff armed the guy mm-hmm. and that, that put him on the map, you know, and put our season on the map. But lo and behold, being Mississippi State as Mississippi State were, we were cruising that whole game. We almost blew it. I don't, people don't, might not remember it because all the LSU people left. But at the end of the game, LSU had a chance to actually come back and, and, uh, and, and we stopped and thank goodness and got out of there with a win. But when I left the stadium that night, man, it was, it was insane. Everybody talks about how LSU fans are so ruthless and stuff. But man, I, I mean, maybe they are to some people, but I've never had a problem down there at all. Uh, everybody's been nice uh, to me. And even after that game, you know, uh, I think as long as you're not arrogant to people and, and trash talking people, they're going to leave you alone. Um, but that after leaving that game, and there are a lot of people trash talking stuff, but there weren't that many people, LSU fans around. Everybody had already left. So, uh, yeah, we ended up going going to Hooters and eat that night. And I talked about that. I was like, man, I remember eating at this particular Hooters years ago, my first trip down to you. <laughs> So that was a memorable game, man. I was like, man, I don't think I'm ever going to come back to Tiger Stadium. But, but uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, my my cousin invited me to come this 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 weekend. He texted me the other day. They live down there, and and uh, I think I'm going to go. I, 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 you know, I feel like we have a good chance, uh, favored, and we're the better team. But night game, you never know. But uh, I think I am going to go down there. And I went down there. I guess back in April, uh, I went to a Garth Brooks concert in Tiger Stadium. That was cool seeing a different venue from football to a concert setting, and uh, that was awesome. And like I said, I go down to John Schneider's all the time for filming movies and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I love Louisiana, man. It's cool. Everybody down there is so nice. You know, uh, it's just uh, everybody kind of welcomes you in, and, and uh, the food down there is just absolutely fantastic. And uh, they're just good old people, and uh, you know, it's just. Uh, cool place to go if you've never been i highly recommend you go in and and uh, everybody will treat you nice they'll feed you well and, and uh you'll have a good old time let the good times roll and then what they say <laughs> that's right that's right how far is uh john schneider's place from baton rouge uh it's not far it's about uh 40 minutes john lives in okay. uh, place holden which is in between hammond and uh denham denham springs <laughs> and mm. then Baton right down the road so uh so not far at all. Actually, I stayed there uh, for I went to a baseball game, Alex Box, one year um, when it was actually 2017. When we were in the Super Regionals down there. Um, I stayed at John's and went to that went to the games that weekend. So not far at all. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I hope that people, are, listeners out there, if you're on the fence about going and never been before. There is nothing in the world quite like Tiger Stadium at night. My two favorite uh, venue football college football venues to go to outside of ours is is Tiger Stadium and the Swamp in, in Florida. And and I, I put those uh, both of those venues when they're rocking, man, right next to each other as far as like atmosphere and 
it's just uh, there's nothing quite like a, a night game at either place, really, especially at uh, Tiger Stadium. They start kicking up the Garth Brooks, man. You know, we do the fourth quarter, don't stop believing. They do uh, call them Baton Rouge, and place goes wild, and it's just uh, it's, it's an awesome place. Yeah, that is one thing I remember about going to that game up there at the, the upper deck. It is way up there, and yeah. it feels it feels like if you tripped, you would just be – falling down so i could see why somebody would have a panic attack up there yeah we were we were three rows from the top of the stadium man i mean it was just sky high but uh uh, man it was just that that night man i just can't all the listeners out here if you were there you you know the feelings like that that was a memorable experience probably won't ever happen like that again because if you think back to it you know that that kicked the momentum for us that particular year when we end up winning all those games and having game day and then becoming number one. It started right there because we were unranked playing LSU and kind of like we are right now. I, you know, I love it when they disrespect state in the media because uh, every time they rank us high, rank us high, we always seem to falter. But when, whenever we radar and get disrespected, it seems like we, we rise up to the occasion. So I love that we're not ranked going into the games just like we were in 14 and we saw what happened then. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I'm expecting a, expecting a good, good game. Well, I'm going to make some predictions, and then we'll get to our guest here in a few minutes. So um, I guess I'll go ahead and tell you what I think is going to happen. I've, I've been a little bit on the fence about it all week, and I was trying to decide what I was going to say. And I listened to uh, Brian Haydad, last, his podcast last night. He was talking to somebody with the athletic from that writes for LSU. And, and I felt like what he said sounded good. Um, you know, he was saying that this team, it's, it's not obviously to the level of the team that, that we were in 14 going down there and winning. But this really feels like the closest team that we've had to that since then. We, we have some veterans and um, experience. We've been down there. Uh, and really one thing, we won in 2020 there. And so, we, you know, I don't think there's too many people left from that team. But the, we have recent experience going there and winning. And I feel like we have the veteran leadership and everything. I, I think we're probably still a little bit outmatched as far as talent, but that's that's pretty much any time with LSU. So I feel like we can go down there and win. I do think it's going to be a close game. I think something like 35-28, something like that. But I feel like we're going to win. But also I feel like we could go down there and get killed. But I'm going to go ahead and say dogs win. I'm going to stick with my preseason predictions that we're going to win the first four games. So I'm going to, I'm going to say 35, 28 dogs. All right. Well, <laughs> I hate to be Debbie Downer here, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go with my preseason predictions also uh, as much as I want to stay, take Mississippi state in this game. And I do think it's going to be a good game. I, I still, I still think LSU has more talent than state. Uh, but um, I think the atmosphere, the night game, I think some of these guys might be it might be over their head. I hope not. I hope that we're focused because that game in 2020, like you said, it was a day game. No one was there with the COVID going on. And I don't know how many players we have remaining from that uh, on that team that are still playing today. But uh, I just uh, – I don't know. I have something – I have a gut feeling that we're going to drop this one. But I hope not. I hope I can get back on here next week and say I was wrong. But I'm going to say uh, – I'm going to say it's going to be a close game. I'm going to, I'm going to predict the score to be LSU 21, Mississippi State 17. I think we take the loss here. And, and, and you know, 
like I said, about that 98 team, we, we went down there and lost and then it kind of opened up our eyes for the rest of the season. And, and we ended up winning the West. I'm not saying we're going to win the West by any means, but I do think if we do happen to stumble and take a loss down there, I think we can learn from it and build on it and come out strong at the, at the end. So, uh, so you're going with the win. I'm going with the loss. So one of us is going to be correct <laughs> uh, come next week. So we'll see what happens. There we go. Uh, really the last thing I'll mention is uh, y'all be sure to follow us on, on Twitter. We got the Johnny Packer pod on Twitter and we're trying to stay pretty active there, especially on game day and weekend, stuff like that. And then we have the, the pick them still going this week. We, we had a really pretty close match last week in the pick them. I got ended up getting second place, but um, pick them's going good. And y'all get on there, johnnypacker.com, get some coffee. It's a, that that nice cool fall weather. Nothing like sitting out on the on the back porch with a nice hot cup of coffee when it's low humidity and cooling off a little bit. So get on there and get some coffee. Yeah, and if you're uh, uh, JD uh, Drew, I think is his name. If uh, he won uh, Pick'em this past weekend, uh, if you would like uh, to uh, to get some coffee or something for being uh, the winner, uh, please get in touch with us. Uh, I know we've been uh, we we told everybody we we're going to use the message board on Yahoo to check it, but it stinks because the message board is not on the Yahoo app. So you have to actually log on to yahoo.com and go through it to read the message board. So I don't know how many people in the pick are actually reading the message board. So uh, if you're listening to this, J.D., uh, you were our winner last week. Get in touch with us, uh, email or Twitter, whatever you ever want to get to, and um, and we'll get you your, your prize. So same thing goes for each week. Uh, if, you, if you check to see if you win, and if you win, contact us. Uh, We'll post a message on the message board, but like I said, I don't know how many people are checking it, but uh, if you don't hear from us, get back in touch with us uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll hook you up. But uh, yeah, thank, thank you for everybody who's uh, participating and playing. It's just a good way to get get involvement with what's going on uh, to, with all the football games and then um, and then kind of you know, helping us uh, spread the message of what we're doing and, uh, and helping raise funds and awareness for my flight with CF. So uh, it all comes in full circle and, and we're doing something that we enjoy. Um, talking sports and Mississippi State and SEC football. So, uh, so thanks for listening. Thanks for joining in. And uh, I, I think you're really going to enjoy this uh, interview coming up that I did this past week. And uh, he, he's he's one of a kind fellow. So uh, can't wait for y'all to check him out. All right, Johnny. Looking forward to hearing it. We'll talk to you later. Bye, right, man. All right, welcome back to the Johnny's World podcast. I, I had a special guest that, that I interviewed last week, um, and he is a, uh, a diehard uh, LSU fan, a uh, fellow, uh, a good Louisianan, and a good cook. And uh, so uh, without further ado, I'm going to bring him on. Uh, I think I really enjoyed this interview. His name is Scooter Boudreaux. Scooter, welcome to the show. Welcome to Johnny's World, Scooter. Hey, Johnny, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing quite well. What's going on down in the bayou? Oh, it, you know, it's it's still pretty hot down here. Uh, we we just been out here trying to get some stuff done, but it it it's you know feels like a thousand degrees down here in this swamp, and I, I'm ready for the weather to turn just a little bit so I can enjoy some time outside a little bit more. Yeah, well, you uh you live in where Gonzales, Louisiana? Is that right? Yes, sir. I'm in, I'm in Gonzales. It's uh it's. It's pretty close to Baton Rouge, kind of between uh, Baton Rouge and uh, New Orleans, uh, close to Interstate 10 there, uh, close close to the river there. Well, you know, uh, I guess being that close to Baton Rouge, you, you're a diehard LSU fan. Is that right, Scooter? You grew up an LSU fan? 
Yeah, you know, I've always, I've always really liked the Tigers. Uh, you know, I, I try not to get too worked up about it because you know it's not the only important thing in life. Uh, and I really just enjoy spending my time up in the swamp and uh, getting alligators and hunting squirrels and, and stuff like that. But but I love to watch the Tigers game. I hadn't been in Tiger Stadium in a long time. Uh, it's just it's too expensive for me. I can't I can't really afford it, Johnny. Uh, and so I asked, it's really a rich man's, uh, sport in there, but I sure do love to watch them on the TV and listen to them on the radio. And, uh, it, it, it just, it just makes me happy when they're, when they're playing. I, I just loved it when they, they took down and won that national championship a couple of years ago with Burrow. Uh, it was just an exciting time down here for us. I tell you. Man, I bet, I bet when you hear that, duh, 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 I bet you get chills, man. Makes you, uh, oh, makes Tiger. Yeah, Coach, I bet you were a big fan of Coach O, weren't you, Scooter? Oh, uh, you know, I, I love Coach O. He, he kind of sounds like me, and so it, uh, it, 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 it's good to have uh, your fellow uh, Louisiana in, in, in there in the, in the Tiger Purples. Yeah. Well, well uh, you, let's see, Glenn and Mitchell from, uh, was it Swamp People? Or they, they're from your area down there? Yeah, they're, they're from Gonzales also. Uh, you know, we, we kind of run in some of the same circles, but I never actually knew them. Uh, it, it was real unfortunate what happened to Mitchell down there uh, in uh, Pierre Park. He had a heart attack down there. A lot of people uh, don't, don't really know what happened. There, there was somebody said he got attacked by an alligator. That didn't happen. Uh, he, had, he had a heart attack and he fell off that boat down there. Uh, it has been, it's hard to believe it's been about 10 years since that happened, Johnny. Well, that's crazy. Well, uh, and then, and then the, uh, Duck Dynasty, or I, I guess you've met them, huh? You just know who they are, Troy and yeah, all of them. Yeah, I, I, I don't know a whole lot about them. I never, never really uh, met them very much. Uh, what's his name? Bill? Bill Robertson, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know a whole lot about him. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. But, uh, yeah, I saw Bruce down at uh, Bo's Extravaganza. He was cooking up him some crawfish. I guess that's where I met you, huh? That's right. Uh, I really like going to Bo's Extravaganza. Uh, I like watching them jump them cars. Uh, I, you know, I grew up watching the Dukes, and uh, it's it's cool that, that John's just down the road from us here. Uh, I yeah. really enjoy going down to that. It was it was fun time uh, getting to meet you down there. There, there's so yeah. many people in there. Uh, you know. Uh, you you kind of go down there, you forget all the bad stuff that's going on in the world, COVID and all that stuff. Yeah, that's right. You kind of in 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 the, you know, it's kind of like watching a movie. You get you go to the movie to get away from all that stuff. So it's kind of same thing there. Uh, so yeah, that was cool. But yeah, I saw Bruce down there. Uh, it's it's just a lot a lot of fun. You know, I said that earlier. I said, man, people in Louisiana, man, it's just a good time all around. Everybody, everybody's nice to everybody and treat you kind, and and they'll feed you and. And uh, just part of the family. So uh, I love going down and spending time in Louisiana. And, and uh, it's a special place. I know you you, you being uh, native to down there, you you love living down there. Uh, yeah. So uh, do you have any predictions on, on LSU season? What's going to happen? Do you think LSU's going to beat State? Well, let me just tell you, Johnny, you know, I really, I really love uh, Louisiana. Uh, you know, Gonzalez is actually the jambalaya capital of the world. Uh, oh, yeah. I've never really been good at cooking jambalaya. I can I can cook gumbo a little bit better, um, but probably not the same gumbo you used to eat. Uh, 
we, we just cook whatever we put whatever in there that we we can get a lot a lot of times squirrel ends up in there uh wow. definitely definitely alligator uh but but i do like i do like put a little chicken and sausage in there from time to time but uh yeah everybody down here you know it's just like family we all we all treat each other love each other with respect and uh you know it's i couldn't imagine being anywhere else i, I sure wouldn't want to spend a whole lot of time uh anywhere besides where i am right now in fact i i really uh i hadn't really left the state of louisiana in a long time uh and i just don't plan to i'm gonna be here till i die um but you know the, the tigers um uh, it, it's hard to know what we're gonna do this year uh we every time we play the bulldogs up until recently we've had a lot of success against y'all uh it it seems like uh, we've had y'all's number for a while, and it seems like we won ten in a row or something like that um, up until recently. So I, I feel like that uh, Kelly. Uh, I don't know if he's really the guy for the job down here, but uh, I think he's got to turn him around a little bit. I think we'll have a, a better game than we had against the Seminoles, and I, I think we're going to come out and beat y'all without too much, too much problem. Well, I, I, I tend to agree with you. I think it's a state, this can be a, a tough game and, uh, but Hey, Hey, for, for anyone that's wanting to come down to the game or down to the bayou, uh, if they don't go to the game, what, what, what would you tell them to do? Do a lot of fishing or, or, or go to the swamps or eating or what, what would you suggest someone to do? Yeah. You know, I, I don't spend a whole lot of time in the, in, in the city. Uh, I just like to spend my time outside, uh, you know, like I said, squirrel hunting and, and gator hunting and, and all that kind of stuff. And there's so many things to do outside. It's just so, it's so pretty down here. Uh, it, it's going to start cooling off soon. Uh, it's really the best, best time of year to be down here when it starts cooling off a little bit and, uh, you know, just get out there and explore around. I got all these, these, uh, swamp tours you can do. Uh, and, and you can really kind of see how, how people lived a long time ago. Now, there's still some of us still living like this, uh, but, but uh, you know, it's, Baton Rouge is coming kind of a big, uh, big, big city. It's kind of, uh, it, it's not the same as it used to be. Yeah, that's how life is. It seems like that some things, uh, some things change, or some things always stay the same. So it sounds like you uh Sounds like you've uh, you, you're living a simple life in, in Louisiana, and uh, I, I respect that, man. And it sounds like you're gonna live there forever, and that's pretty cool. Once you got something going on like that, and, and uh, you know, you just enjoy it. So, uh, Scooter, you're 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 quite a character, man. I can't thank you enough for coming on today, and, and uh, I think our listeners are gonna really enjoy what you had to say, and hopefully they'll take you up. Now, now, it, would it, would you ever? Uh, I guess if anybody ever want to get in touch with you, you'd probably cook them some of your famous gumbo, wouldn't you? Yeah, just come on. Just, just uh, if you can find me down here, just come knock on my door. If you're hungry, I'll, I'll be glad to feed you something. Yeah, there you go. That's how it is. The Louisiana, man. That's how it is. Everybody's welcome to you, man. So, so, uh, so thanks a lot, Scooter. I appreciate it. Can I, hit, can I get a Go Tigers from me? You? You're welcome, Johnny. Go Tigers! Oh man, that, that would make Coach O proud. Him and Destin right now. Maybe he'll be listening to this podcast. All right, Scooter. All right. All right. Bye. See you. Have fun on the bayou. Bye bye.